God, I have, I have so many things I, I could say, but also I'm like, so curious, Lisa, what you're, yeah. what anything is coming up for you. Yeah. I'm so sorry, Lisa. It. I feel like, like, <laughs> like I'm reorienting, right? Like, um, yeah, you know, um, I will say that my experience of anxiety feels different. And Emma and I, we just recently talked about this. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't wake up like, you know, I wake up and I'm just like, if everybody leaves me alone, I'm good. I'm slow. I'll get to my stuff when I get to it, you know, whatever. Um, now if I wake up in the middle of the night, which I do a lot, then I'm like, oh my God, like I got to remember to do this and I got to do this and I have to, I can't forget this and I'm going to forget this and I don't want to forget it. Well, you know, um, but yeah, like I don't start my day, like with that sort of buzz, for example, um, you know, that's not something that I relate to, but you know, what all goes into that, right? Like we're so complicated. People are so complicated. So I can also realize that just because that experience for me is different, it, you know, I don't know. It's, it's just too complicated. Right. Yeah. I was thinking of something for you and I don't know how you process this now. Like, I guess I'm viewing this a little bit differently, but you've talked a lot to me about like, you're like, I'm just doing that thing where my chest just feels really tight today, you know? And you know, you're like, and now I'm like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know what you make of that, but I would say that I'm a pretty anxious person in general, like that's not far off. And I really like angst too. I don't know, Emma, if you feel like you would apply that word Mm -hmm. to me, but that feels somehow more appropriate than anxious, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I think so. I, I think in general, and that, yeah, that word really touches something for me as a six. Um, so I personally resonate with it more and I'm thinking about you. Yeah, I would say so because there was somebody actually in our class, um, Lee, you know, that spoke up and she said something like, cause she's a one and she's like, as a body type, like there's something about it was when we were learning about the head type head types. And she said something like, it makes so much sense that fear now that you hear about with the head center. It's not just like, Oh, I'm really worried about this thing. Or like, it's like existentially large, like existential. dread. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Even hearing her articulate that was pretty. So I guess you do have a way, which is probably part of the reason we thought you were a nine of thinking like, big picture and contextualizing things, but also sixes can do that too. But like, it's just different. Like, you know, like, so yeah, I don't necessarily see you fixating. And I know it's not that you don't ever, of course you worry about me. You may have this big move coming up and you've been concerned, but anybody would be concerned. I would think with a big move. I have a way of compartmentalizing, I think. So maybe rather than numbing, I do compartmentalize. So maybe is that like maybe the one coming in? I don't know, like, do, you know, like doing, mm-hmm. fixing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By knowing what actions I can take, I can sort of just compartmentalize whatever, whatever those worries and fears and anxieties are. I'm also making the boxes, Emma, did you notice? 
I sure did. Yeah. You, you also, you have two competency fixes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, all right, here's how we're gonna get this, yeah. you know? Right. Um, but I, I have been thinking of that as my attempt to numb out and dissociate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Do you ever come out of that numbness or what felt like dissociating? Do you ever go into another state of something? I would say yes. Um, but it feels like it's either one or the other. It does feel like it's either sort of like an overdrive or I'm completely checked out of what it's like they're opposites and there are only those two states. And of course now I'm like, is that true? I don't know. Can I think of an example? I'm not sure. Right. But it does feel like Mm -hmm. it's kind of one or the other. Is your, I'm curious when you have experienced that numbing out, are you uh, truly, does it truly feel like sort of cut off from whatever the problem is or cut off from life, like in a way of like a self-soothing thing or is something else going on for you in that numbing out place? That's a really good question. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I don't know. I think I don't know is the honest answer. It's like being in the real world, which at certain times is more relaxed than others, right? Lately for me, it's been very heightened. So it's either being in the real world or being in my fantasy world, which is just like an escape, right? I don't know. I think I need to sit with that question. That's a really good question. Hmm. It really is. Hmm. Yeah. That's a really good question. Just so many, so many thoughts. I'm having, I'm having so many thoughts, but I mean, just one on the, where that question was stemming from was related to like the teaching with the Enneagram is that all of the types are essentially um, where the centers get scrambled where we, something happens with the, the all three centers of intelligence and it, you know, one sort of links in with the other thing and it's a mess. It's things are not being used how they're meant to be used. And the, the teaching of the six is there's a sense of what the, the three, six, nine tend to do a little different thing where they actually, the core center, like kind of goes into a, a box and the other two remaining centers end up like working together and fucking things up. And mm-hmm. so what ends up, whereas all the other types, there's a sense where the core center in that type ends up like grabbing some other center and working together to, to fuck things up. Um, yeah. So with the six, it was like the foundation of it is like a, the head center goes into a box and it can, and it can be very like hyper overthinking and it's like a removal from the world or like there's a sense of like um it's an irrational like place but it's like stepping away and it's like distant from everything else but it's like think 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 it's like it's like unable to actually bring in like rational ideas and thought you know it's just like driven by this thing and um maybe it's like a numbing out but you know it's it's a way of trying to manage that um and then 
the other thing is the other the other thing there's this sense of like the the body center connecting with the heart center and the way that what that means is like the heart center the passion of the heart that is this anxiety this angst and so when there's angst when that feeling in the heart center connects with the body center we do we run around like crazy we do we do we do to to fit to try and manage our anxiety mm-hmm. and, there, and there's not in the head center is um you know there's not a lot of like rational reasoning that like to ground us in anything we're just doing to try and solve mm-hmm. um and mm-hmm. I was anyway so that just that was sort of the behind the scenes of my question of like when you're numbing out or dissociating I was curious if it was if what that quality felt like if you know self-soothing or or is it like does it feel like spiraling out in some sort of overthinking of things and then you know a paralysis maybe or something um or something else you know some other quality that oh goodness Mm -hmm. oh yeah that calls up a lot and maybe it is almost like a like I get to a certain point and I'm just like I can't do this anymore I have to escape in whatever way I can Mm -hmm. um which starts usually by doing. And then once I have done, then I am, I can like reset. And by reset, I mean, just to be fully escaped. Mm. That's again, I'm not sure, but I, that feels right at the moment. Would you say something? What, what do you think, Emma? Well, I just, the thing that came up from it, cause I, you have described that to me before, and we were again viewing it through the lens of the nine and all that. But when you just said that, and I'm thinking about it through a lens of the six, I don't know, Marika, if you would agree, but like, that's what I do when I'm stressed and I go to three, like I'm like thinking, thinking, uh, I just got to do some shit so that I can get rid of this anxiety or try to alleviate this anxiety like task master, you know, and it's more materi, right? Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. That was something that just came up for me. I think it's such a, they're, they're just, I, I love the concept of self-observation in all of this because we obviously, it's hard to like wrap our head around this stuff so quickly or just upon someone offering mm-hmm. a new insight, it like, it's not mm-hmm. like get immediately. It's like, oh my God, that's me. And that there's my whole, everything solved, you know? <laughs> Especially yeah. for a six. Cause we're going to no, be like, well, right, right. Know, is right. It? that one right. day I didn't feel that way. Like, you know, right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I just, I think even throwing all of these things out there as like things to chew on is, is so helpful. Um, and the other thing I was thinking when we were talking and we were talking about the word anxiety is I feel like I've been doing Enneagram work for so long or like using that as a tool for, for inner work for so long. And it's so, it's been so interesting how so many things at certain times, like don't resonate or like that word, I'm sort of like, Oh, I'll bookmark that. Cause I don't really know where that lives in me. You know, like, it's just sort of like, okay. I, and, and as I've gone on time, you know, another, one big word is authority, the word authority in the Enneagram and related to six, like that, it was such a weird word to me for so long. Like, I was like, I don't even know what that means. Or I don't think I have a problem with authority. Like, I don't know. I, you know, and as I've gone on, I have found synonyms for these words that actually do make more sense. And then I understand what it is even talking about. 
-hmm. you know, but it's like finding, sitting with the material and just observing. And then it's like almost, I think things start to click or land. You're like, oh, that's what it was talking about. I don't know that I would use the word authority, but like, but it is pointing to this thing that is very real in me. And so I think that's just hearing you talk, Lisa, of like, I don't know, or this just kind of in this state of all of the, you know, you're now going to get all of these new labels that go on the six and you're going to be like, what does that mean for me? And so I feel like I offer that, that to, as like kind of holding it all lightly and not necessarily clinging to the exact word and what your meaning of that word is just kind of being like, okay, this is what the literature says. And right we'll see. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's super helpful because well, we talked about this, Emma, well, in our little recap thing that we did. Um, but basically like a lot of, do you want to tell, do you want to tell Marika about just quickly what the recap is and then, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, after we did my time, Emma interviewed me for my typing video. I refused to do it just like talking to the computer. So I insisted that she interview me. And then afterward, we recorded ourselves doing like a little recap, um, which was pretty hysterical. Yeah. Uh, we we had some drinks. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. There was a lot of alcohol involved. Is there anything else to be said about the recap? I don't know. We kind of, in it, we kind of talked about like, first I started with four. Well, one actually was my very first. But when Emma and I started exploring, started with four, then went to five, then went to nine. Um, so we just kind of went through this whole, you yeah. know, origin, yeah. if you will. But we talked about, uh, as we were exploring nine for me, and it's, we had been there for a very long time, but like the label of the peacemaker, like I really hated. And I was like, this doesn't make sense. Not for me, which now maybe it didn't make sense for a reason. I don't know, right? But um, I just really hated it. And a lot of the other labels, I don't like either. I think they are too, I don't know. They can be really like pigeonholing to your point. So yeah. I love that idea of just kind of sitting with it and maybe finding other words that do feel more appropriate, but help to provide additional context to the concept. Yeah. Totally. And you reminding me, you saying that about Peacemaker, I didn't know what the, the loyalist, I was like, what the, no, you know, like I had, you know, I felt like it took hoops to like figure out what they were talking about or whatever. And like, I just did not resonate at all. However, now that I've sat with this and I know a lot more about what's going on for me, psychologically, I totally understand what they're pointing to. But it's like for someone to come in and be like, out of these nine types, you know, are you a lo the loyalist, the Peacemaker? Yeah. It's like, you and that's the thing about the Enneagram that's so interesting is that the Enneagram shows you what's going on but the problem is is that we don't know what's going on yeah you know like it's so hard for us to see ourselves objectively so it's an interesting I think it's an interesting no man's land to live in when you're trying to really figure out type because you need to have some sort of awareness of what's going on behind the curtain but the whole point of the Enneagram is to give you more awareness of what's going on behind the curtain you know yeah um, Oh, uh, so well said. Absolutely. Yes, it is. Oh, it's just insane. It's like, I don't even know, like, how do people even, I don't know. You, you knew you were a six though, Marika. I remember you saying like pretty like right off like type of a thing, but it took me a really long time and it has everything to do with what you just said. 
we just can't see ourselves. Um, we can't see ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, I think one of like one area of work for me is, especially as I'm going to this teaching certification of like, you know, a, a lot of people relate to this feeling of like, this wisdom is so valuable and it's so rich and oh my God, like, can I, can we talk about your type and can I share this with you and that? And it's like when people are a little hesitant or like mm-hmm. averse to it or something, it it's like kind of hard for me. Like, it's like, I want, it's, it's very hard. Like if there's family members or you know, even my own partner with where I'm like, oh my, they're so like, well, you just look at this one piece and, you know, it's, that is my area of work of like loosening that, that grip because I, and, and like bringing in compassion for like our whole ego is set up to not see itself and to like not kill itself. Like it wants to keep thriving and driving, you know? And so for, for me to get frustrated that people's egos are like working <laughs> and doing the thing that they're meant to do, which is, you know, to not show all of these sides and to protect themselves from the scariest things out there to them. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be frustrated with that. You know, it's like, I can bring some peace and grounding to like, yeah, this is where that person's at right now. And this is, this is what they can do, or this, is you know, or I don't know, I'm still, it's, I'm a work in progress on that front, you know, of like, how do I, how do I hold everything with more openness and not be like, you're doing your pattern, look at this right now, putting their nose in it, you know. <laughs> it's so yeah. hard. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, that's, I relate to that. I really do. And I was like, I, I was attributing that to like my social self presness you know, like, here's the way things need to be done, right? Like, here's here's how society should work, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, that's pretty funny. And oh my I God. Like I have learned so much and also have so many questions, but questions that I cannot even actually articulate. They're just still like, yeah, thinking, you know, not that there aren't words. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I would have done if they had slapped me with a different core type. I mean, I, I mean, and that's telling, right? Like that's, that's definitely yeah. telling like, okay. Spin with the one fix for a the little one while. fix through me. I'm like, what? This can't be right. Like, yeah. you know, but a lot, within a few days I was like, Mm-hmm. I can, I can tell, I feel a little nervous about doing a typing for that reason of like a little bit afraid of like, if something's different than what I think, which is interesting. Cause obviously we're all here for, we're, we're interested in this work to yeah. get to the truth, not to like, well, you know, to stand under a banner of like, this is what I am. You know, it's like, totally. we're trying to get to something deeper. Yeah. So the, it, it's just of note to me that I'm like, oh, I can feel a little of hesitancy wanting to do that. Cause what if you know what it is for me as like the six, like my, you know, I I think that it's, I take in other people's, especially if I trust them, if I think they're experts or whatever, if they're trustworthy sources, I will take in what they have to say a lot. And so I think I'm just, there's something about like, yes, if I disagree with them, will I have the inner authority to truly stand by? Like, I don't actually think that's right for me. Or I think that's what's throwing, throwing me a little bit um, of like, almost, will I be able to, I'm like already jumping to that level. Will I be able to trust what their reading is? Yes. And if I don't trust it, then how will I be at peace? Or like, will I always be like, what was it? 
you know, like it's like, it feels like I will live in a perpetual state of unsettled, like, yes. Yeah. Um, it's just interesting to like notice that. Right. And Emma, that sounds exactly like what you would say. 100%. Yes. I'm like, well, like so this is why I'm like, this is so interesting because mm-hmm. I, Literally, I said this to Emma. I was like, I really want somebody to see something that I have not observed. And so when I get this back and it's like way off, right, from what I expected, I'm like, this is exciting. This is interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so there is a part where I'm like, what if I really go through this? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't, this doesn't feel quite right, yeah. but I'm not like, um, the expert said it, I kind of have to go with it. And then what if it doesn't feel right, but I still feel like I have to go. I don't really right. I can't understand that cognitive process, but that's not how I feel exactly. It is interesting. So you said something, Marika, that made me think of that concept of like attachment in the head center and being open, porous and receptive, and then linking it to something that like Josh had said, in our interview that was like, it's almost like the six has to, like, it's like, I have to take this in and consider it. And he didn't say it that way. He said something like it runs up against some sort of evidence process or evidentiating process or something like that. I have to filter this through and consider this. And it's like, it gets inside of me. Whereas there might be other people, um, fives, I don't know, whatever that the rejection in, in the headspace, it's kind of like, no, like, you know, it's just a little bit easier, um, to kind of no, Mm -hmm. Um, but if I observe it and I see it, and especially if it pings something that could be true or like, yes, because like, what if, what if I'm wrong? I have to consider this. I want to be on the right path. Like, all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's that you're also speaking, I think, to one of the gifts of the six. I think the, there isn't, there's not a lot of, um, I'm trying to think of kind of the right word for it, but there's, there, I don't feel like we're invested in a direction. We just want to know the direction that, that, well, you know, is right, or is the, you know, least, you know, the most efficient or what, however you would. uh, Yeah, the truth. We want the truth. Yeah. The truth. Well, yes, definitely always that the truth. Yes. I mean, just, yeah. And, um, I think there's something that, that is one gift is that it's like, we are willing to take in information. Yeah. You know, I think that is maybe similar to the nine a little bit is that like, we, we could take in a lot of information and I don't know that there's a lot of, uh, strong feelings or opinions about that information. It's like data points mm-hmm. and it's, that's, um, I think that the, then obviously where it goes askew, the problem is, is that it's hard for us to land somewhere. It's hard for us to feel solid about something. You kind of touched on it before, but John, at the end of last class, there was, I thought it was such a beautiful, um, it was such a beautiful way to describe the actual point of like the head center being that you were talking about it before being able to adapt and change and it like not being fixed on something. And I thought like the whole, I thought there's something so liberating about the idea of like the head center always 
is not there to yeah. figure anything out. Like we, it actually goes through our body first yeah. and like our heart center. And then the head is there to either clarify or reflect or maybe bring some sort of, you know, action to it, like to bring something to kind of like bring it all together. But the head is not the one that's going to like figure something out. Like other forms of intelligence and information is coming through us. And if we can listen to that, our head will just direct us in the direction we should go. But the problem with us, with, with people that leave with six is often we're like figure trying to figure out here and possibly ignoring or, you know, unaware of the other centers. Um, and for, yeah, I just thought that was so beautiful as, as the head center being always being able to just like adapt or, or um, to, to what, what is needed. Yeah. What, it, you know, to, to take in the information as objectively and, you know, there, I think that's the, the, the holy idea, the higher consciousness of, of, of uh, for point five is this holy transparency, mm-hmm. this idea of like, it, it, if there's fully transparent, you know, what's going on here, what's, what's real to reality, what's, what's true with me, what's this sense of like, it being like this, you know, mm-hmm podcast so you can't see what I'm doing but this like even flow through like a a screen or something it's like everything is just available to flow and change and operate in what's needed here yeah like kind of ran for a little bit I'm not sure if that all landed oh I love that I'm like I've already you've said you've had some mic drop moments and I'm like which one's going to be the intro clip um for the episode (laughs) Um, and I'm like, I keep thinking, oh, it'll be that one. No, maybe that one's really good. Might be that one. Um, but no, that was, yeah, you're right. It is so beautiful. And it is so, for me, it feels so scary to trust those other centers, even though I will feel things very deeply and I will get sense. Like I, I know that the signals are there, but to be able to trust that, because I just feel so like a toddler, you know, I'm just kind of like, but like, uh, like, I don't know. It's just a wanting to fall back to my brain to figure out what's real when that's not going to lead me to what's real. And it's just, I'm just thinking through, um, my experiences of the last few years before I was really, before I really knew a lot about the Enneagram. So this would have been just through other channels, right? Um, Really starting to recognize that I have very strong like body responses, Mm -hmm. like decision-making, for example, like, yes, this is the right decision for me. No, this is not the right decision for me because Typically, I would rely a lot on outside sources. You know, I would say that's probably true. Emma, there may be some questions as to whether or not you're a people pleaser, but like me, 1000%, right? And so, you know, somebody expects me to make this decision. So I'm probably going to make that decision, but it's going to cause a lot of turmoil and like, who knows, whatever. But I finally realized, like, I really have this strong reaction. I know yes or no. And I don't need to listen to people outside anymore. Mm -hmm. And so I wonder, because I've tried to work with that a lot over the last few years, I wonder if that's part of this too. Like maybe 
I'm not relating as much anymore because it doesn't feel that concept of looking to outside authorities or whatever word, you know what I mean? It doesn't feel as present mm-hmm. at this point, mm-hmm. but not to say that it never did just as an example. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And I'm thinking about how you went through your coach training was like about, it was intuitive coach training. Like it was all about using your intuition, which when sixes are, let's say healthy, like I kind of hate saying that, but you know what I mean? But when we're at our, like when we're more present, all these things. Yes. Um, exactly. Um, that is a huge gift for the type six is our intuition. Um, and to be able to see, right. That's because again, that's the mind is what we see with. Mm -hmm. And so, um, Yeah. I mean, the fact that you were able to kind of hone that a little bit more, even through some of the tools and the trainings and the coaching and all of that, that you've done. I mean, that's something to really think about too, and to explore as well, because again, we are all complex. And so not all sixes are going to show up the same, but and every, like every time you've brought up this, you know, what you learned in class, I just think about the centers of intelligence as I learned them through, um, my coach training and they work so well together. They do. Um, what was yours? It's like a slightly different, but it's very slightly different, but it's, you know, the body is feeling the mm-hmm. head is just information. And then the heart is the seed of truth ultimately. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but it's about integrating the three and letting them communicate with each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, your coaching, did you mention that your coaching was Enneagram related or coaching? No, it, not Enneagram related, just like intuitive. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, oh, that was the intuitive thing. Coaching. Yeah. Oh, okay. Got it. So yeah. I, love, I mean, it's like all, the, it's like all the same wisdom. It is. It is. It's just like a little bit of different language because I think when you say like the body is feeling, we would say that's kind of what we're saying. We're just calling it sensation. I mean, yeah. It's sensation. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's kind of what they were saying in that class that blew my mind about like the heart being, you said the seed of truth and Mm -hmm. that's kind of what they were saying. And I'm going, Oh, (laughs) like typically would think of the heart as being like emotion feelings. Right. But mm -hmm. that's at least in my training, that's really the body. The body is where you get those sensations. As you just said, sensations have their own information the head has its own information, but it's not, nece- it's not reliable on its own. Mm-hmm. The heart ultimately has the, yeah, holds the truth, mm-hmm. but you have to integrate the three. I mean, you know, it's like, you want them all to be in agreement with each other. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Re- and that's really similar to like Enneagram. Oh. oh my gosh. I loved this so much. Like I've absolutely loved this conversation. I, I want to see if there's anything else that's like coming up for you, Marika, that like you want to share or just anything at all? Oh, I mean, no, it's, it's always so wonderful to talk Enneagram stuff and to talk, talk inner work things. Um, no, I mean, nothing directly. I, I didn't know if y'all, I mean, I know we've kind of focused on Enneagram stuff, so I didn't know if y'all had other topics you did on that you wanted to talk about, but I don't have anything burning in me. Yeah. <laughs> and that's perfectly fine. I think, yeah. I mean, we, we figured we would gear this conversation more toward Enneagram anyway, just because we're, well, 
just, you know, you and I kind of met in those circles. And then, um, you know, I talked to Lisa about it all the time. We talk about Enneagram all the time, but I think especially with her, <laughs> she just got it back at like 10 30 this morning. Yeah. Right, um, right. And so I'm like, well, this feels like what we need to discuss today. So yeah. thank you for going with that, Marika. It's just like being adaptable and flexible. That's so fun. That's such a fun, fun thing to, to unpack a little. Yeah. Marika, thank you so much. I have to say also just personally for your um, wisdom as well. Um, Mm -hmm. You have really given me a lot of things to think about and I can't wait to go back and watch this again. Seriously. Oh, that's great. That's, that's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so, so much. And it's definitely one of the reasons I wanted to have Marika on with us because it's just, I don't know if there are certain people that I'm just like that one, like, <laughs> and I just, uh, I'm so thrilled that you're going through Enneagram teacher training too. Cause I mean, you've already been a teacher to me in so many ways. And so, I mean, you know, it'll just make it official, I guess, but um, yeah. yeah, so that's, that's really wonderful. And Lisa and I keep talking and we, we're talking a lot. We're not planning a lot. Um, but if we ever are in NYC. I'll have to let you know. Oh my God. <laughs> Please. Wait, I'd love, yeah. Yeah. If y'all ever take a trip, you know, yeah. definitely hit. I'm talking about it for a very long time. We well, here's, here's just another like, you know, tally on the reasons to come is that we would be able to meet in person. Totally. Absolutely. I've definitely considered that. So, um, I'm going to dive into your Enneagram point six content clearly. <laughs> there you go. There's a lot there. Yeah. See. Thank you. Um, and we will see everyone next time. Thank you. Okay. Thank y'all. Hey, let's get Thanks for hanging with us through today's tangents. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back again soon, but meanwhile, you can follow along with us on Instagram at no tangents. We would love it if you would subscribe and maybe even consider leaving us a review, a highly complimentary one. Keep it going, no, no, stop it. Don't get the picture, then we crap it. With no emotion, what's the lie? We just lost in our thoughts.